Hey, man, what's good? So now are you into the election, not into the election? Hey, you know what day it is? It's President's Day. That's right. It's President's Day. This is America. What is the black star? Is it the cat with the black shirt? What's up, everybody? It's a The last realest place on the earth on the internet that you're going to get this real. So, you know, man, we could talk about a lot of things this evening. We can even talk about Kobe Bryant. We could talk about a lot of things, man. God bless the dead, him and Gigi, and the other. um eight passengers or seven passengers that died in the crash. So many things are being talked about right now with that situation. Um, shout outs to my people out on the West Coast um, who are dealing with that issue right now. Shout out to uh, Vanessa uh, Bryant and her family and Kobe's family, um, the Laker Nation. Um, just to let you guys know, man, that no matter where you are in the world, we are all feeling the loss of the brother. Um I never got a chance to meet him, but I can tell you this much. Um, I will definitely attribute and contribute my success in, in in life at this point from the place where I was at to a lot of the things that Kobe has said in many of his videos. You know, mama mentality, you know, is <laughs> real deep. And like I put on my, my IG page, many of you will never get it, but I can tell you this much. If you do get it, and you understand it, live it, make it a practice, make it every part day of your life. You know what? Mamba didn't die. Mamba mentality will never die. It'll just transform itself like energy, baby. You feel me? So, yo, listen, man. Let me get it and just talk about this really, man, real quick. I don't plan to stay on all, on, all night with this one right here. This is real. It's my short PSA right now. It's my short podcast that I want to throw out to y'all. And please receive. Open up your ears to receive. First thing I want to say, I want to thank God for getting me from where I was to where I'm at. You know, um, just going back and looking back on my life, I realized a lot of things that I didn't know before that I know now. And it's very important to understand that as a black man in America, all of the things that you have to face will bring you to the brink and to the point where you will not even know if you're living in a depressed state. So tonight I want to talk to some of you out there briefly about depression and depression amongst black males. It's a killer, man. It's a killer amongst relationships with husband and wife. It's a it's a killer amongst relationships with families. Mothers, sons, fathers, sons, daughters, sons, whatever, man. It is a killer situation, and we've got to find a way to get out of it. Man, listen, the, the statistics can be skewed, but if you're living in this world today, you will almost be apt to really believe all of the, the statistics that they say about black men in America that are depressed. There's over 13.2% of the population identify as black or African-American. That's over 16% that had diagnosable mental illness in the past year. So think about it for a second. Of those over 16% of the 13.2% of African-Americans that supposedly by the, by the Census Bureau um, have been diagnosed with a mental illness in the past year. Now, 
That's over 6.8 million people. Let's pause for a second. 6.8 million people that are black that have been diagnosed with mental illness. Okay. That is more people that live in cities like Chicago, Houston, and Philadelphia combined. So as we begin to walk through this, you feel what I'm saying? You got to think for one moment, like, yo, we can sit up here. We are worried about so many other things, but the distractions are there. And, and, and we, we identify with so many different issues from living below the poverty line. I mean, education. They says that black men or black people, period, that's living below the poverty line are three times more than likely to report serious psychological distress orders than those living above the poverty line. Here's another one. All black, and, and while black African-Americans are less likely than white people to die from suicides as teenagers, African-American teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than white teenagers. That's 8.3% versus 6.2%. But then even looking more deeper into that, um, African-Americans of all ages are more likely to become victims of serious violent crimes than non-Hispanic whites, making them more likely to meet the diagnostic criteria for post-traumatic stress disorder, which is PTSD. African-Americans are also twice as likely as non-Hispanic whites to be diagnosed with schizophrenia. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, we was talking about this the other day, like, yo, that in the, yo, we live with PTSD. You know, <laughs> slavery is crazy. But just from our whole background, the way we was raised, and many of us who was raised in the projects, raised in the hood, however you want to put it, you know, below the poverty line, we understand government cheese, you know what I mean, big thick blocks from back in the day, living in New York, you know what I'm saying, going to the welfare department, catching the free donations and things like that, everything was on the non-frill shelf, you know, you know, you you go on the path mark back in the days, you go to the non-frills aisle and get a whole bunch of stuff, your old Cheerios and, and cornflakes and things like that because you couldn't afford it, period. You couldn't afford it. You know, education is different. Everything is different. You know what I'm saying? Attitude. We walk around, you know, we walk around all day, you know, pent up anger, things like that, ready to lash out. You know what I mean? But here we are as black men, we don't even understand why we're still living in this state. So, you know, we are overrepresented in our, our jails and our prisons. People of color account for over 60% of the prison population. African-Americans account for 37% of the drug arrests. Think about this. 37% of the drug arrests in the United States, black people are accounted for. But see, they, they're, they're blaming that and uh, attributing that to mental issues and, yo, I got a question to ask, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that that's not a true statement or not. You know, it's a true statement or not. I'm not going to say it's not. You know, with all, of the, with all of the things that we face, why aren't many of you yet willing to deal or even admit the level of depression that either you have faced or you are facing still? Let me tell you, it's okay to be strong. But I remember, you know, a friend of mine, you know, said to me one day, Pilar McLeod, you know what I'm saying? She said to me a long time ago, people rather be wrong and strong than to be right with might. And I'm going to tell you, man, you brothers that are out here, man, if you are facing a level of depression that is unbearable to you, please go and seek 
help. I don't care if you got to go sit in a men's group and, and conversate amongst other brothers to be able to talk about things and be able to come to a solution about something. You feel what I'm saying? You may not be able to afford health care. And you know what? A lot of us can't afford health care, but we got to find a way. We got to find a way, man, because the situation is really, really serious and it's becoming more and more... Um, Man, it is becoming more and more uh, desperate. And, you know, I cannot even stress more so than anything that even with the, the things that we have to deal with, being black, you know, we being the most hunted, you know, dying in our homes by police, getting killed by police for no reason, getting killed by police in custody. We could be wrong and we not doing anything. And I've seen so many videos over the last couple of months, over the last couple of years that the show the handcuff situations. You know, so many so many people done died. Black men, black males done died, even some women. Shout out to Sandra Blandon, you know what I'm saying, and the sisters who have also died in this particular struggle. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it is enough to depress any black male. You feel what I'm saying? Any black male. But I urge you, I urge you brothers that are out there today, please, please, please seek the necessary help that you need. Please seek the necessary help from your from, from another brother if you have to, just to sit and to get things off your chest. You know what I'm saying? Find those help groups. You know, don't be afraid to speak your truth. It's your truth. We need you well, brothers. For the brothers that said the penitentiary, we need you well. You got to understand that the position and the place that they place you in, you know what I'm saying? You may have done, you know, you may have done a crime or whatever the case may be, but so they're there to break you, to make you less than. Don't allow yourself to identify with the things that they're trying to make you become a part of. That's not of you. And I don't take nothing away from anyone being depressed. You feel what I'm saying? I don't take nothing away from that. You know what I mean? Because these these are real things. You feel what I mean? These are real situations. Real situations. So, you know, I don't want nobody to, to ever feel like I'm saying, like, you know, um, uh, uh, being depressed is, a, is, is, is bad. No, not at all. It's every day. Listen, it, it, yeah, listen, I go through it sometimes. I'm not going to sit up here and, 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 and give you a testimony about something if I ain't go through you feel me? So, I mean, I'd be I'd be a liar, you know, to tell you that I ain't never feel a level of depression at one time. Hell, if I sat down and tell some of you guys about the things that I went through in my life, you know, you'd be like, damn, V, how you even here? But at 49, I can honestly say when I look back and I say to myself, yo, I didn't make it through here by myself. I had help along the way. Thank God that God aligned people up in my path to be able to help me. And I'm not talking about the, the monetary help. You know what I mean? Uh, yo, mom, yo, man, listen, man, we can sit and talk about my, what happened to me when I was younger and how my mind was totally out of life. I, I just felt like everything was like, yo, F it. You feel me? That's how I felt at one point in time in my life. Can't even, can't even tell you that I didn't. You feel me? But, um, yo, look, man, I'm not going to keep y'all. Just to let y'all know, man, I love you all, brothers. I love you. But we got to get it together, man. We really, really honestly do. And, you know, I just want to tell you, man, that more so than anything, if you are thinking, you know what I'm saying, about committing suicide, things like that, you know, please don't. You know what I'm saying? Just know that there's people out here. 
that's willing to talk to you. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. I'm your man, Vince Pass. Y'all know what it is. The last realest place on the internet. One voice, one mic. I love you, man. Peace. You rockin' with your boy, you Vince, Vince Pass. Live is 5 Minutes in Podcast Radio.